Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. You like the music of Olivia Newton-John? I sure do. Well, if you want to see the almost same exact thing, (laughs) because the the voice, the essence is so much, our next guest is here to help. Her name is Sabrina Poissons-Sia, and with her is her husband and partner and all of the stuff, Dan Sia, a drummer. He's put together some of this great stuff. They do more than just Olivia Newton-John, by the way, i got to say. There's a show called The Glamorous Ones. There's uh, Madonna's Immaculate Tribute, which I find fascinating. Uh, Let's talk to them about it. So first of all, Sabrina, is that the sort of thing? I mean, you're obviously a great singer and stuff. Do you go out and try to find, like, who would be the best people? Because you are a tribute artist and you look a lot like Olivia Newton-John, but it strikes me you bring your own essence to it. Um, well, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, you know, I've actually been a professional vocalist and performer for about 20 years now. And we have, um, maybe the last five or six years, have been thinking about shows that we can create on our own and just different ideas. And we're always brainstorming, hey, who's not out there? Who's not, you know, who would people like to see? Um and that's kind of, and then plus we say, okay, what's my voice type? And, you know, we kind of go from there. And we got the idea to do the Madonna show um, maybe six years ago, five years ago. And we hired a friend of ours, Paige Strafella, to be our Madonna. She has a beautiful voice. She sounds amazing as our Madonna. And basically that is, uh, that show is a celebration of the music of Madonna. And, um, yeah, and so then with the Olivia show, we got the idea about two years ago, right before quarantine, right before everything shut down, we, um, we went, we were on a road trip. I watched my husband do a show with the Bee Gees Gold tribute, their a Bee Gees tribute. And um, we were driving home and I said, oh man, I had just had a baby like two years before that. And I was ready to get back out into the performing world. And we just kind of brainstormed Olivia. And believe it or not, her voice just really suits my voice type. And we ran with it. And then the world shut down, and we just kept on running with it. <laughs> well, you guys do a great job, too, of, of picking up all those decades. I mean, there's this, there's this kind of, when you talk about Olivia Newton-John, uh, she just wasn't somebody that was a flash in the pan. She went over a long period of time. And Dan, was that something when you put all this together in terms of a production? Do you try to tell us a story? It's more than just, uh, okay, my wife's a great singer. She's going to go up and sing some Olivia Newton-John songs. There's a lot more to it, isn't there? Yeah, definitely, because, well, 
first of all, with like the artists that we've chosen, they have such a huge catalog. Like when we started with Madonna, it was just like, where, where do we take this? Like you, she's got so many different, you know, decades that she's kind of been a huge hit in. So we kind of, with that one, we kind of told a story from like, you know, 1983 when she started up until kind of, I would say probably about early 2000s kind of Mm -hmm. is the music that kind of hit us. So that's, it kind of starts on a journey from 83 and goes all the way up with the Olivia one. She's got so much of a huge output as well. So it was just which ones hit us in our heart basically. And we looked at what were her number one hits and we wanted to hit upon everything that everyone would love um, in that in that generation that was that were listening to her in the countries um, with her country um, style. style, and then she moved on to her seventies um, romance and rock, and you know, um, and then up into her eighties, kind of you know the physical. big physical number. So yeah, it's just a good that shows a really great mix of everything. It's like you know, if if you like country, we got that. If you like you know, blue eyed soul, that's all there. Like Grease the musical, Xanadu the musical, you know. So. And that one definitely tells a story. We start with Xanadu and we work our way through the country section all the way through her duets and her big number one hits. And we end with Grease and a, basically a Grease sing-along ending. So it's a fun little journey for the audience, I think. Absolutely. Well, Sabrina, is it fun in terms of there's so many different styles with her? I mean, and I was looking at the list of uh, the song list and I'm thinking, my God, that's really true because... It, there's just so many different things she does. Was it fun for you? Because it kind of keeps you, I don't know, as sharp as you possibly can be from a musical standpoint. Absolutely. I feel like I almost had an Olivia Newton-John masterclass while learning this show. And I was watching all of her concerts that are on YouTube from the 80s and 90s. And she does not hit sour notes. She is so she's just really good at what she does. And I literally emulated her everything, her style, her tone. I wanted to sound just like her. And I feel like I kind of got a master class from her through doing that. Um, because she just, I mean, there was no auto tune in the 80s when we were, <laughs> when she was doing <laughs> yeah. these concerts. So, um, yeah, it, it was a stretch vocally. And it, I can, you know, I still, obviously, I'm still practicing her music every couple of days. I sing through everything because I want to make sure that once we, our show is up and running, I am, I am ready. <laughs> I'm ready to tackle it. Have you never been that you never try to find the comfort from inside you. Have you never been happy just to hear your song? Have you never let someone else be strong? Does it put you in a good mood? And the reason I say that is I think of Olivia Newton-John. I think I saw her when I was like 17 or something years ago. And I remember she just smiles all the time. And, and, and all the stuff I've looked at, I would think that maybe to sing her, you have to pick up that kind of uh, 
her aura a little bit, right? To kind of uh, to to be in that mood. It isn't a matter of just taking the music and singing it. You kind of have to bring a little of her to it. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and she does. She's so she's such a happy human, and I find if I'm struggling in certain parts, like okay, how did she get this tone here? If I watch one of her music videos, it's always because she was smiling when she did that. So I'm just really you almost have to have a smile on your face the whole time because she she just she's a very happy, loving person and she's fun to emulate. Um, she's not you know, there's there's Madonna where there's so many different character things to choose from. But Olivia, really, her character is just a nice person it's herself. Yeah, really. it's just herself. Yeah, exactly. Now, I got to ask you, Dan. Because her music varies so much, I mean, you think of the, I could imagine that the crowd loves the Grease stuff, because, I, you know, as long as I remember that movie out, people have enjoyed that thing. I think when I'm in my dating days, I took four different people to see Grease, because everybody <laughs> wanted to see it, you know? So, is it is it important for you to set up that song list in such a way where you kind of build the audience up, you get them all excited, then move down, and then pull, I mean, is there is there a uh, kind of a pattern to the show in terms to keep the uh, momentum uh, kind of even even keeled? Yeah, definitely. It, it took us a while to kind of figure out where to exactly place everything within the show just to get it right, where it, you know, kind of builds and builds and builds. And we just wanted to, you know, take everyone to that exciting point right at the end where everyone can get up and sing along. We've got the lyrics on the screen where they sing along with the Grease stuff. And so... <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was a really hard thing to balance because she's got so many great, like, up-tempo numbers, but she's also got, like, these tender ballads, too. Yeah. So, like, how do we make it all flow? And I think we got it now. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the song Physical, as I think back of it, a lot of people might forget it, but as soon as you see it in your show, it brings, if you were around at that time, it brings back, that was a huge hit at the time. And uh, Sabrina, I got to think you got to spend some time in the gym because, as I recall, yeah. that, that song, you know, if, if you go along with trying to, to match her moves on that, is pretty uh, taxing from a physical standpoint. Oh, my goodness. Yes, she has a concert. I think it was from the... It was like 81 or 82. She has a concert where she literally does an extended version of physical, and she does a full-on routine like an aerobics routine like an aerobics she brings routine a skip rope out she, she's like jumping back and then she goes right into a big ballad after that now mind you when she was doing that she was probably in her what early 30s late 20s yeah. so i'm a little bit older than that now <laughs> um so you know i do i absolutely have to stay fit weren't you practicing one a couple yeah. of times while you were exercising while i'm exercising i try and sing because it's exhausting now i might not do that exercise routine but i definitely <laughs> will bring the spirit of um of that physical uh, music video to that because it's so fun and what's crazy is there was so much controversy surrounding that yeah. she she was banned from a few um from a few radio stations and it, i mean it's like sweet olivia newton john yeah, exactly how was she how was she banned and she actually i read her book and she said that um 
you know, compared to what's on the radio today, that song sounds like a lullaby because it was so innocent (laughs) and compared to, you know, what we have on the radio today. So it's just funny how music has definitely changed and what's accepted has definitely changed over the years. No question about it. And for the two of you, if you bounce back and forth between the Olivia show and the Madonna show, I mean... That's two totally different human beings, right? With with a different outlook on life and so forth. So it must be probably it's kind of fun, huh? To kind of you know give yourself a really uh, solid uh, kind of a balance of of all the uh, the great singing from the seventies, eighties, nineties, etc. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, thankfully we have another singer doing the Madonna stuff yeah. because that you know. <laughs> For me, vocally, that's I don't really match Madonna as, I, as much as I match um, Olivia, but our singer definitely does. But for Dan, he's got to go from all these different genres, but that's kind of how you train. That's what I do, and, and like because I'm in a whole bunch of other tributes as well. I, I'm in Bee Gees Gold, so I've got the Bee Gees there, and then I do an Elvis tribute called All Shook Up, so a little bit of everything. Yeah, and, and it must I, be I like fun, it. right, Dan? I yeah. mean, I imagine, you know, for those of us that love music, it, it's got to be kind of fun to go back and really you're uh, singing some of the great songs of our time. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, it's it's fun for me because it keeps me on my toes doing different things. I love the variety. And, and it's also fun to see, you know, just the people in the audience. They love that stuff. It's like, you know, it's just... I feel like it's just hitting them, you know, right in the core where it's the music that they grew up with. And so you can see the smiles on their faces and they just love this stuff. So it feels good. Well, I want to talk now about the the new album out. It's called I Can't Help It. And, you know, a lot of people always say, well, why do I want to listen to uh, a tribute act necessarily? Because I can just pull out an album of the original and so forth. But I got to challenge people. I think if you go to YouTube, you can see uh, the great stuff this couple does. And and it's really good. And, and talk a little about this album, because you took advantage of a miserable time. And we're, we're still we're at the tail end of it, we hope. But uh, yeah. these last two years have been tough. But what was it? You guys have some time. It's like, well, now's the time with some of those wild ideas we have. Let's see if we can do something with it. Absolutely. Uh, We got the idea for the Olivia show before the world shut down and then the world shut down. And, you know, in the middle of us trying to continue to do this, we're also scrambling for work and trying to figure out if we're going back to school and just and also homeschooling our five-year-old and just, you know, all these things. And so Dan was actually Dan said, you know what, we're going to keep doing this. Music is going to come back. Let's not quit. We're going to keep going. And he would wake up at three in the morning and he would write the charts and transcribe the music from her albums. And then I would wake up in the morning and he would kind of take over and then I would do my practicing and, and then we would look for jobs and then we would do all the other things you do in homeschool as parents. But about, I think maybe like... A few months into the quarantine, we just kind of got the idea, you know what, we're, we're, he writes the charts for all of his musicians and all of our bands. That way that when the musicians show up, everybody's got charts, they read down the charts, and there's no guessing. So he already had the charts, he was already in the middle of writing the charts, and that's when we got the idea to create the album. And we were like, hey, let's just 
create an album alongside this and record. And so we did. And we did, every, I mean, we did everything. And, and it's something we'd never done before. So we thought, this is a great opportunity. Let's just try it. You know, yeah. Might not work out, but we'll see. But yeah, what, what do we have to lose right now? So we did, and we recorded all of the background vocals for it. We got um, a handful of singers and musicians from, um, from Las Vegas and from the world that, I, that we had both worked with and had them record on their end for the duets and for um, solos and different things like that. And, and we just kept running with it for the whole two years and just kept plowing through and still creating that and still creating the album. And we had so much music that we actually split it, split it up into two different albums. And we already released the first album, which is called Magic. And the second album just released, I Can't Help It. And it's basically... Um, our tribute to Olivia Newton-John and the music and feel of the 70s and 80s. And you're right. Yeah, you could just, you could listen to Olivia Newton-John and I recommend that you listen to Olivia Newton-John, but we're just a different take on her music. Yeah. And we, um, we're just trying to add to the music of the world, basically. And it was just something fun for us to do, you know, whether people like it or not. Well, we had a great time doing it, and we hope people like it. Yeah. You know? You have to believe we are magic. Nothing can stand in our way. You have to believe we are magic. Don't let your aim ever stray. And if I If you like Olivia Newton-John's music, you're going to love this, and it's a great, Aww. yeah, it's a, it's a great look back, and uh, really kind of fun times, and I, and I like, the nice thing about it, too, is you got a nice variety of things and so forth, there's something for everybody. I got to say, though, you must be really happy, you know, being around Vegas and having the kind of friends you do. I mean, it's it's good to have friends with all that talent where you could do something like this. Oh, my goodness. We are so lucky. You know, we've been performing for the last 20 years. We, we met on cruise ships um, about 18 years ago. Yeah. I think we met on cruise ships, uh, whatever that is. And we performed on cruise ships for about 12 years. And then we came to Vegas, and we've been in shows in Vegas. And we have... So many talented friends, and we are so lucky that we were able to reach out to some really talented friends, and they just said, yeah, of course, we'll do it. And and you can hear on the album these beautiful voices and um, these beautiful solos from these musicians. We're so lucky to, to, to be around and be surrounded by so many talented people. I think there are so many talented folks on cruise ships, or there were. It kind of worries me a little bit about what's happening with the cruise industry because, you know, a lot of great, talented people, and people in Vegas know this, have started or, you know, got got their start on these cruise ships as fantastic talent. And it just, it's got to be difficult because for people like uh, like you guys and so forth, y y you need places to perform what you do and uh you know we just uh well that's why we got to get this thing back where people can go around because there's, there's a lot of great acts that need to be seen 
I agree. It's, I mean, the, what would a world be without entertainment? It would, we saw it for, for a year and a half and it was, it was boring and sad. And yeah. so, and there's so many talented people out there that lost work for a really long time. So I really hope that we can get to a place where we figure out how to do everything that we love to do and continue to stay healthy. Um, but yeah, we, it was such a great, Start for us. We, I mean, you want to talk about doing different genres. We would be on a ship where there were three different shows, and one would be maybe a swing show, and another would be a rock show, and then another would be a Broadway show. I mean, you literally had to stretch so far. We had to do like big band sets or small jazz sets or like rock shows or whatever. It, it was, was a, a wonderful experience for us and we met a lot of talented people uh, along the way and I know I grew as a performer from when I started in my early 20s until now that I really grew as a performer doing that. Well, uh, again, it's a place where, because there's so many things that you do, like you said, from big bands to rock to country, whatever, and also you, you can kind of see where you go and you can find out what you're really the best at and so forth and the, the interaction. Right. Okay, you're, you're going to hit the road now. Okay, you've got a show coming up, a Madonna show in Sun City. Is that right? It's January 29th? Yeah, that's right. It's right here in uh, Vegas in Henderson, Sun City Anthem, it's called, and uh yeah, we're getting together the whole band again. It's uh, it's a big band. It's uh, you know talk about big band music. This is a, a show with the five piece horn section. Wow! So yeah, it's a full ten piece band. So it's kind of a different take on Madonna's music, basically. It's kind of like somebody said, Chicago meets oh, yeah. Madonna. Yeah. Chicago meets Madonna. Yeah, yep. and Dan, you know, Dan wrote the charts for all of this and transcribed everything from Madonna's music, and and it's that's not easy. No, <laughs> I can't do it. Well, and I love the idea because you can Chicago anything for me. I love I, you bring horns in, you're going to make it only better. So yeah, I love to see that. That sounds terrific. And then you're headed up to Canada too, so that must be something. Uh, we we haven't been crossing the border much in these last couple of years. Uh, are you excited no. about that? That's you. Olivia show, right? Yes, we're bringing the Olivia show to Canada in May, and um, that's Dan's old stomping ground. He's Canadian, so we are super excited. Uh, we have not seen family for uh, what two and a half years now. Up there, yeah. So we are really excited to do the show and see family, and just get get started with Olivia full steam ahead. We're ready. We're ready to get her into venues and theaters all around the country and, and just start working. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's terrific. In the meantime, let's tell people how they can, first of all, get the album. What's the easier? There's two albums. You know, I can't help it. A magic word. How do we get those? Um, best place to get it is my website, sabrinaplaisancecia.com. And, or you can go to any streaming site. I think we will, but Sabrina, just to help people here, could you you mind spelling it for us? Absolutely. Um, it's S A B R I N A P L A I S A N C E S I A 
dot com. <laughs> wow. Well, at least you married somebody with a with a see is easy. So that, yeah. right, I like right. That. I know. <laughs> I wanted to squeeze it all in. <laughs> well, we'll stay in touch with you. Let us know when uh, the Vegas uh, acts uh, start coming because you'll, you'll be in Vegas all the time with this Olivia show. When once it gets there, in the meantime, we will go there, and you can look her up if you remember how to spell that. Uh, if not, you can go to our <laughs> website and see it. But you can go on YouTube. It's well worth the time. Uh, just watch a couple of those and you'll be sold. Sabrina and Dan, thank you so much. Best of luck to you. And we hope to have you on again. Oh, thank you thank so you much so for much. having us. We really appreciate it. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go to Vegas.